Hey guys, welcome to the Healthy Fit Academy podcast. Today we are joined by the lovely Claire from Red Balloons, who's going to talk to us all a bit about um, mental health and exercise's impact on mental health and also where you can get a bit more help from herself and Red Balloons. Hello, are you all right? I'm not bad, I'm not bad. So could you tell us a little bit about Red Balloons and what it is you're aiming to do with it, please? Right. So Red Balloons started in 2017 um, as a blog around my mental health and how running an exercise helped me come back from a suicide attempt. Um, I was very honest about where I was um, and what I was doing, and it was kind of a coping strategy around therapies and medication. And I also started volunteering for Mind, who encouraged me to create a peer support group for other people who may be interested in using exercise as um, their version of therapy and coping and stuff. And from there, we, through the help of organisations that I met along the way and other people, um, I've built it up now to be a charitable organisation where we use we offer our own services um, to name a few walking groups, running groups, um, websites and online support um, to help e- e- people who are interested in their physical and mental well-being. Excellent. So could you go into a bit more detail about how you aim to support people, please? Yeah, so obviously I rant and rave about the benefits of exercise. It is proven scientifically, but I am living like living proof that exercise really does help when it comes to your mental health. So what we wanted to do is offer services around professional services and more flexible. So what we do is we offer walking groups for those who are literally just starting off. It's kind of an outside peer support group where it's more of an opportunity to talk about things with people who are interested in the same thing, but still doing some form of physical activity. Then we do the next level up from that is what our running groups called Run and Rant. Um, They're capped at 12 people to make sure that they are mental health friendly. And how we see Red Balloons is the pre-step to kind of your first step to fitness. So those people who want to get started, but really don't have the self-esteem or the confidence or the knowledge of where to get started so we help boost them up a little bit and support them so that they can then go on to the next level whether it be joining a larger running group joining a gym um, hiring a personal trainer um, whatever suits them or helping them find it might be that running or gym work isn't for them so it's helping them chat and find their goals and what kind of exercise strategy would suit them it could be that they want to go into more aerobic style like zumba and things like that so it's just supporting them and we do a lot based on honesty. There's no subject that we don't touch. So we, where some professional services are restricted to what they're allowed to say and what they're allowed to offer, we're very much allowed to be who we are. So we talk very openly about suicide, about eating disorders, about self-harm. All of the volunteers that work for Red Balloons have their own mental health experiences from depression, anxiety, eating disorders, um, bipolar. So we all have our own lived experience. It's not just what... uh, what qualifications we have it's also about lived experience and I think that's really vital in what we offer oh yeah yeah you know you can have all the qualifications under the sun but if you can't relate to it you know it makes it a lot harder to come across doesn't it definitely I've I've, I've had doctors and therapists who've kind of just read from a textbook and then they don't it's not to say that they're not listening really but they don't understand so they just come back with an answer that they think is expected and it's just like you didn't hear what I said there and it gets you more frustrated 
And I think there's a lot of people that are scared of professional services. And what Red Balloons wants to do is kind of have that informal, more positive approach to kind of get them into a, a space of mind where they can then perhaps find other other alternatives. So it might be that counselling didn't work for them, but CBT might. So we've built up their self-confidence again to be able to look for an alternative professional. We, we, we don't try to pretend that we're counsellors or psychologists or anything like that. Um, but we do want to work alongside them to kind of give people more opportunities to support their physical and mental well-being. Right, excellent. So could you tell us a bit more about your experience with how like physical activity has like helped you? Yeah, so my story's kind of up and down um, a lot of the way. Like, uh, Mental health's been a massive part of my life all of my life. Um, my dad was an alcoholic. My mum suffered with her own experiences. So, so it was something that's always been in my life, although back in the 80s and 90s, you never talked about it. Um, you were just crazy if anyone had issues. And yeah. then as I got after the... Like after I had my daughter, I put on a lot of weight over the years, um, really not looking after myself. I drank a lot. I did stuff that <laughs> you shouldn't do. And I just wasn't happy with myself. Little did I know that I was suffering quite badly with. Well, I think I did know, actually. I just denied it. Um, and I started off losing weight. And I'd started off doing a little bit of exercise. But I was one of those people who joined a gym just to say I joined a gym and didn't really do anything. But it was I joined... I signed up for Run Every Day January in 2017. Um, I'd already started putting my plan of what I was going to do in regards to my suicide and stuff into action. And I wanted to kind of leave with doing something to give back to people. So I thought, what better way than to raise money for mental health? So I started my running journey then. Um, and literally, it's, it's like what it says on the tin, you run every day in January or do any form of exercise and change it now. And... I did that and I was dead proud of it. I raised over 500 quid in mind, um, but it didn't change what I wanted to do. I was still determined to go ahead and do what I did. I thought I'd done all my stuff now, but I kept on with the running after January. Um, then it came to the March and I did what I did. Obviously got help immediately, went into counselling and they were encouraging me to do things that were, that were helping outside of that. Cause obviously you don't have access to counsellors 24 hours a day and stuff like that. You need to take some responsibility for your own, like recovery although I hate that word um and it was exercise and it's it was my little escape it started off as an escape it was half an hour an hour where I could go out put my music in and all of the voices and the noise and the the crap in my head would disappear for a little while but as a result of that I was losing weight I was getting fitter and then obviously I attempted that in the March come the October due to obviously the motivation and the the self-confidence that running gave me, I actually completed my first half marathon. And then it's went from there and every little thing I achieve gives me a little boost. Even on my bad days, I can think, right, well, last year I did the London marathon. I've done the Great North Run twice. Um, and the first year I did the Great North Run, I was selected as one of their local heroes and that massively promoted red balloons and what I was doing for mental health. And it's like, you can't really describe the feeling that exercise gives you because it's different for everyone. But you might really dread a workout like I, I haven't even done mine yet today. And you think, oh, my God, I can't be bothered. But you never, ever, ever regret it after ever. And it's like it might be the hardest, most brutalest, painfulest thing that you do where you're just like, why on earth am I doing this? But afterwards, you're like, why nearly saw that? Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> yes, I <did. laughs> and you, you're probably proud of yourself. And that little boost might last you 10 minutes, might last you an hour. It might last you a day. But it's one step closer to being a bit better than you were before you did it. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, there's I um I I do it myself. I can be a right moody ass sometimes, which <laughs> I know you'll probably find hard to believe. Impossible. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it can make a huge difference going to the gym and just even having like half an hour, an hour to yourself. Yeah. Just put your headphones on and switch off. Yeah. You know, all the difference for some people. It helped me look at what my body could do as opposed to what it looked like as well. Like, obviously, I've suffered from bulimia and I still suffer massively with body confidence. Um, But now it's getting a little bit easier to say, well, I might look like whatever I see in my head. But then you can't argue with the fact that I ran a marathon, I ran a half marathon, I've started to lift weights I've done other stuff I've started doing yoga again and things like that it's like yeah right I might have issues with what I look like but I can't argue with what I've done yeah yeah that's exactly. a huge part for me a huge part yeah that I am um, I know a few people that have done their marathons and stuff and to me that's like my worst nightmare is running an Arab, a marathon I couldn't imagine anything worse <laughs> don't do it <laughs> it really hurts it's like what possesses you to do that and it's like just the thought of putting your headphones in, zoning out, and it's just like, you enjoy it. You do. The end, no matter how physically you hurt. Like, when I was doing that, I was running around thinking, as much as this physically I got a mile 20, and it was literally like an elephant was on my shoulders. It was the most excruciating pain I've ever felt in, like, a exercise point of view. And But all I could think of in my head was, this is nowhere near as painful as where you were mentally two years ago. And that's how I kind of had to keep saying myself, like, this physical pain is nothing like the mental pain you've had. You can do this. This is just a whatever. It'll end soon. You know the end lines there. So it's, that's kind of like how I motivate myself around that. I was like, you can't give in. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'd yeah. do it again, mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. So um, just going back to a bit, we were saying you'd help support people find like what works then? Like yeah. how um how have you helped people get into a routine of being more physically active, like outside of your sessions? So what we do is they come to the groups to obviously have a chat, find out more about red balloons. They've done nine times out of ten, they've done the like what our, our classes, like the the nosing on your social medias and your websites and stuff. And then you kind of what how we do is we want to do it organically. We start these conversations off, so we're not expecting them to come in fill in park queue forms and immediately set goals or anything like that. We get to know our members. Like we don't call them service users or anything like that either. We call them members. Um, we get to know them um, just through general chit chat really. And then with that, you kind of develop an understanding of what they like to do. And that's when you can start going, right. Have you thought about doing an action plan? Um, I avoid smart goal things because I detest them myself. Um, it is more of a, an informal informal kind of chat and then they can have one-to-ones and have where we, we we put it more in a a more professional kind of paperwork type thing but it's so that there's no pressure on them because there's a lot of people like I said this is the pre-step so you, the worst thing you can do is put pressure on someone who doesn't really know and isn't really confident enough so it's just kind of getting encouraging them to start setting what they want to do like it might be that they just want to run a mile nonstop, or it might be that they want to work up to a half marathon and we can help um, develop plans for them and support them. It might be that they just need um, a printout of a, a running plan and then someone to message when they're having a bad day and we can go, no, yes, you can do it. Or someone to virtually run with them, we can do that as well. I've done that with a few members where 
they've been struggling to get out the door and I haven't done my workout. So I'll be like, right, okay, then let's do 5K and I'll do it alongside you virtually. And then we check in on the end. Um, it's just, it is, it's, it's getting to know them as a person, not a figure. Um, a lot of our services currently, unless we're doing things for professional organizations and stuff, a lot of people are referred in. So it's, it's no cost to them. So it's, we never want to be an organization that's about money, although money obviously makes an organization but we're not about that it is literally about finding people on a personal level from a physical and mental level i'm not trying to get them beasted at a gym and six packs and everything like that i just want them to feel confident in themselves so they feel that a little bit stronger yeah it's fun i always say people say you know it's not all about getting six packs not everyone wants a six pack you know definitely i think that's sort of like um that's sort of like become stereotypical of like going to gyms now is where everyone expects that's what everyone wants. I think that's why I do um, from little bits of feedback I've had, but I think that's why I am quite approachable because although I have like qualifications and I do what I do, I'm certainly not your six pack owned <laughs> gym bunny, whatever. I do all this exercise, but I'm very much, um, I've got a man bod. So like I wear hoodies for a living. It's great. And I think that's why I'm approachable <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not, that I'm not like you know what I mean I'm, I'm not that person so I'm very normal so to speak for well I don't think anyone that knows me would agree with that but in a physical <laughs> point of view I'm very normal I am a typical woman if that makes sense so yeah yeah no nobody wants to go into and see like you know the Instagram model I've done it myself you know, I've had PTs that are like absolutely shredded and I just think you're intimidating me and you're making me feel like I should be like you and I'm not going to be like you so it's one of the other reasons why I stopped doing that kind of thing and I wanted to do it myself because I wanted to be more engage, engaging and understanding the people because I'm like, I'm not going to look like you and you think that you can make me look like you and it's just impossible. And I, I don't, yeah, that's why I don't agree with PTs that work in that way. Yeah, I would <laughs> say as well, it's like, like I was saying, a lot of people expect that's what going to the gym's all about, but I'd say a very small portion of people that actually step foot in the gym are actually interested in that you know some people just want to go in and feel like they're improving on their health some people just you know, want to so go in and spend or the husband or whoever like they just, they just want to go for an hour where it's just them like they shouldn't be pressured into eating chicken and broccoli every day for a month or whatever like that and I think like I said I'm not saying there's so many PTs and gyms and everything that do everything the right way but I think it's just important that people find what works for them and a gym and a person that works for them yeah yeah 100% yeah uh, my mind's just gone blank with what I was going to ask you there <laughs> <laughs> could you give a bit more a bit more information on this virtual running so what it is, um, it's something that I've done kind of off the cuff, but it is something I'm developing now that we're in kind of lockdown and uncertain stuff for the next couple of months, which hand on heart is massively, massively affecting me. So I'm trying to find ways where I can engage more with work and I can help others that might be in the same boat. And with virtual running, um, basically all you need is uh, something like Strava or Samsung Health or any kind of tracking thing on your phone or a watch or anything like that and you can get in touch with red balloons um and it's either myself or we do have other volunteers obviously all of our volunteers do have their own physical thing not all of them run but some of them walk and things like that um and you can get in contact and say right i kind of need some support today um and we can either 
set off to do it with you. So if you go, oh, I only want to do a mile a day, we'll tell you what, we'll set off at such and such time and we'll do it together and then we sync it and we just support. And it's like, right, how was that for you today? How are you feeling now? How were you feeling beforehand? Um, very informal, not necessarily shared unless they want us to share it. Um, but it is just that kind of, that support that some people get from groups that they're not able to get at the minute. So it's like someone physically being there, but not physically being there, if that makes sense. Um, and it helps yeah. us as well. And then it's like, or maybe say I have done my workout and I can't get out. Obviously, there's a lot of people with kids and stuff like that. Um, but we can just be a message away. So, right, you want them to go out. What are you aiming for? And again, the check-in before the run, the check-in after the run. And we just chat about it again. It's just that kind of knowing that they've got someone, how I see it is, like sat in the pocket going, come on, you've got this. Um, you know, you've got to re relate back to Red Balloons when you get back, uh, show them like what you've done and everything like that. But if they got back and say that was absolutely brutal, I hated every second of it, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, right, yeah, I've had so many of them. I share them on my Instagram where I go, that run was brutal. I hated it. And it's just to show that we're all, we're all human. You can't go out and smash every single workout. It's just the fact that you've done it. Yeah, no, no one can give 100% every single time. Can Definitely it? not. And at the minute, it's, it's hard enough to get dressed. It's On some days, it really is hard <laughs> enough to get dressed. It's just a chore. Yeah, yeah, it is. It seems to be like pyjamas is a new casual wear at the minute. I, it's one of the things that I've made myself, although I was later than usual today, but it's one of the promises I made to myself when they started. Because I, I'm struggling so much, I force myself to get dressed every day. So if I start staying in my, I, it works, obviously staying in pyjamas works for other people. But for me, if I stayed in that, that's just a long slippery slope of me just not engaging with anything. So even if I don't leave the house, I get dressed and I make sure the kids get dressed as well. It's just kind of that one little bit of routine I can keep going. Yeah, it gives you a bit bit more control over everything. Doesn't yeah, it? and it means I still got to use my washing machine. So something seems normal. <laughs> <laughs> Right, cool. So, um, what plans do you have for Red Balloons in the future? Oh, so many, so many. My uh, <laughs> my business manager hates me because I get so excited. But what we wanted, obviously, during lockdown, what we're offering is a messaging service every day from seven in the morning until seven at night. So it is just somewhere that if you're struggling, they said we're not counsellors or anything like that, but we're a friendly ear, or we can sign post-it places that we know might be able to help you if you are in a more if you're in a more serious place than where we can provide any help. Um, but in that messaging service, it can be about your mental health or it can be discussing anything physically that you want to do um, or achieve. And we can help kind of put things in place around the lockdown. We have a wellbeing support group on Facebook, which is private. So, again, you can go in there and post any of your fears, your concerns, rant, rave, boast about what you've done. But in a private page where not all of Facebook can see you um we do facebook lives i was doing daily challenges but i put too much pressure on myself so now i'm just doing them as and when i can um but we do facebook lives where we just chat and we're honest um after this we'll be reintroducing our walking groups our running groups um they've actually started to spread outside of teesside into yorkshire and stuff now which is exciting um we oh, need all very exciting we will be reintroducing peer support groups um we're looking at getting them in every educational establishment that we can so we're, we're kind of in talks with them so we'd like going and train peer support mentors and then they'll run red balloons peer support groups from within themselves um which is very exciting and we can do that with workplaces as well we do a lot of lived experience talks so i've done a lot with colleges and businesses and stuff we can do that 
but we've also started to introduce mindfulness and life coaching once the qualifications have come through which is also really exciting because that can be done virtually or face to face so there's different ways that we can manage that and again different things that will suit people um uh, oh there's so much that we've got so much we've <laughs> could got. you give us a bit more information on your mindfulness and life coaching so with mindfulness mindfulness was something i've toyed with for a while because from a personal point of view i struggle with it i have to kind of use yoga as my form of mindfulness because i'm not someone who can sit still ever um but i've read so many testimonies and been approached by so many people asking if i would if we offer it so i thought right let's kind of add this um to our kind of range of services um because it, it does really tend to work for people. So it's for people who are busy. Well, it's for anyone really who just wants to learn how to sit down for five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, where they can just kind of sit in the present moment and think about things, um, let practice their breathing and things like that. So that that's really good. Like I said, that's something that we've been approached about. So I thought, right, let's do it. Life coaching is just something that I've been interested in personally. Um, it might be something that doesn't work for Red Balloons in the future, but I wanted to do it on a personal level. And that's more along, I can work that in with uh, the goal setting and the achievements and the learning a different way of looking at yourself and what you can do. So if you've got issues like me about your body and eating and everything like that, you can kind of adjust your way of thinking to look other ways um and but it can life coaching can work in different ways it can be exercise it can be professional it can be personal it can be eating it can be so many different things it's not all about the angels aligning and gratitude or anything like that there's so many again there's so many different pockets of it it's just kind of getting people into a more positive headspace and motivating them and that's really what red balloons is we are a mental health organization but mental health is often perceived very negatively Red Balloons is very bright and cheery and bubbly and positive. Um, although we're very honest about the bad times, we promote more of the good times as well. Oh, excellent. Um, two more questions for you. <laughs> well, I've got a few more. <laughs> but um, if someone comes to you who was interested in like um, sorting out their diet to make them feel better, how would you support them with that? I'm not, like we, although I have like your basic level two and stuff in nutrition, I'm not qualified to do that so what we would do is we'd have a chat um we can go down like lived experience senses say like um these are my experiences and stuff but what i would do is i would approach people that i know that have qualifications in this and i say right we can't help you but i can forward you on uh, such and such he'll be able to give you a more like if they're looking for diet plans or something like that then i can or even just more in-depth advice i can forward them on to other organizations um, and that's what I would do because we, we still have a duty of care and I can't pretend to or offer something to someone that I'm not qualified to do. It's not safe and it's not healthy. So um, Red Balloons work with a lot of different organisations and different people, yourself included, that have the knowledge that we don't. And that's how we all work together and help more people in the long run. Yeah, that, that's that's a great way of approaching things. Cause, um, like I say, you get some people who, we just try to keep everything like in house. We they? can't and do that, and I don't want like to do that. It's just not safe. Yeah, but it's still good for people to know that if they do need help, they can approach mm -hmm. someone such as yourself, and you know they'll be safe in the knowledge, knowing that they're going yeah. to get 
the third I one. I can give them basic information. Um, like basic information, but more we we tend to deal with that side more. Like people are more intrigued about the the eating disorder type side of things and how I deal with that, which I can help with from a personal level. But I said if they're wanting a nutrition plan or they're wanting more in depth knowledge on how to lose weight or anything like that, like I said, that that is when we we send it out. They still work with red balloons, but they will be working alongside one of our like what we class as partner organisations. Um, because we're, we're very much promote as many people as we can that we believe in what they do. And they, so that, that's how you help. It's not about recognition or earning ourselves like a, a big or they do everything. It's just about helping people. And that is all, all it ever will be. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, with you doing your running <laughs> and walks, you mentioned earlier about referring people on to like, exercise, like uh, different types of exercise yeah. and that. Do you do any beginner level classes for people who may want to try it but don't feel comfortable going like in a, a larger group setting? Not at the, at the minute. That is something that I could offer in the future. But again, it's something that I'd either need to recruit more volunteers for because I keep thinking I can do everything and there's not enough hours in the day. But again, it's also something I'd like to work alongside other organisations who do it to offer that. So Again, get referred into Red Balloon, start this and go, right, okay, have you thought about Healthy Fit Academy for your classes, et cetera? Do it that way. Um, and then it takes the pressure off us. We're still doing what we're doing and we're also helping other organisations who can help in a more professional and safe way. Again, it's it's that. It's all working together and linking and seeing where we can form partnerships and collaborations and do it that way. Oh, cool. Yes. Excellent. I like to think like I said, it, <laughs> right, it's, uh, a, it's a work in progress. And this, like Red Balloons as an organisation, is still very new and I'm still very much dealing with my own demons. But it is it is making those links and it's amazing to have access to so many fantastic people who have so much knowledge in places that I don't. Um, and people teaching me all the time. Like I'd, I'd love to do everything just because I like to do everything. But at the same time, I love being able to, to share it and to see other people doing really well like it's it just it, yeah it makes me happy quite cheesy but true <laughs> that, well, that's what it's all about isn't it you know is helping people to go at yeah, the end of the yeah. day you know, it, it's that thing if you if you do too much something suffers and it's always way, me it? and no one wants and... to see my face or hear my gob with everything they do so i'd rather just share the wealth and just go right you've got me for this <laughs> and then you've got bloody blah for this and bloody blah for this and it works much better <laughs> no claire on the door <laughs> Yeah, I will say as well, I think it's absolutely brilliant with how like um how open everything is on like your Facebook mm. and that as well. Because when you're doing your daily challenges as well and people are tuning yeah. into them and the amount of support and like um what's the word I'm looking for? Like just how everyone uh, engaged with it. It's been like I didn't expect that to be anything like it was. Um I expected maybe two or three people to watch it or something, people that I knew, but I was getting messages and comments off people that I'd never seen on the page before. And I watch them back and I cringe. But and it's like, but I'm honest, I'm like, my form might be terrible. I'm doing it more for a laugh than I was for anything else. And it was kind of to kick my own ass to do something, even if that was the only thing I'd do that day. But to have so many people go, it's so nice to watch someone that isn't like bashing them out and going, yeah, I've got this. And I'm like, oh my God, it bloody hurts. Because <laughs> it does, it freaking knocks. Oh yeah, 
it really does so <sighs> I, I love that that's been like uh, that that has been one of the highlights of this lockdown doing that just seeing how many people and seeing that people since I had obviously retreat I've been quite mentally ill recently and to see people carrying it on and commenting saying oh, I know you haven't been doing it but I've done this Claire and I've done this and they've been commenting on stuff saying oh I did Roxanne today and all this and I'm like oh mint and they're doing it without me doing it they're taking it off their own back and doing it and then people while I was doing it joining in and then sending their own videos in that was just mint I was just like oh this is class yeah that's brilliant like it's a domino effect isn't it it's like once yeah. someone does it you know people see how enjoyable it is and, you know it all builds from then you know that's amazing and like the fact that I'm very like I said I like that I am real that I don't do all the moves properly or, or I get knackered or like when I was doing that wall sit and I was like I can't <laughs> I have to stand up a second I just can't do too many <laughs> and it's it's that it's real like I might come across as a super motivated person who can do everything but I can't and I'm not I don't ever try to pretend that I'm mint because I'm not so it's just so people can see I always wanted red balloons to be personal and them to see me not just a voice or a name behind a keyboard and they can see who I am and what I do and <laughs> how much I mess up and laugh at myself and swear when I'm not meant to and stuff like that so it is it's good in that sense it really is yeah that'd be one thing I'm looking forward to when your radio show's back on is trying to count how many accidental swears I'll get, get through again. <laughs> well I'm in two minds whether or not I'm going to go back to that I'm just it's kind of like this time's giving me a chance to assess what I do um and it I, I don't know yet so hopefully I will and like I said I do <laughs> you'll be co-hosting me so but um yeah it's just something I'm playing around with at the minute I need to to be careful I'm not putting too much on and I need to work out what works and what doesn't um I'm learning that to say no so that's uh yeah I'm, I'm still playing around with it I kind of miss it but I haven't missed it enough which is making me think whether or not yeah it is right for what we're doing would you ever sorry would you ever consider moving it tomorrow like yeah that is something that's been playing on my mind um I've done a few of these for other people and, and yesterday I decided to like kind of I've listened to my friends podcasts who have done it themselves but I've never really delved into the world of it myself like to listen to stuff and I thought I put out a kind of a vote on Red Balloons the other day uh, the other week and a lot of people rate podcasts I'm thinking maybe it would be easier like for my time and for subjects and stuff to be able to do it that way as opposed to radio where you're restricted to a time you're restricted to certain things although I can still be open and honest and everything like that like says we, we had a massive suicide sure um where a lot was said where you won't have heard it in many other places but it's it is just very restrictive whereas a podcast i can kind of do with other people around other things yeah, it's, so. it's like your playground you know that and it it becomes a lot more accessible for everyone then as well doesn't it like how many people listen to them in a 10 minute exactly or yeah you know that'd be an interesting Definitely. thing for you to look at but um, yeah, so my yeah. last two questions for you before we wrap up. Um, if you could give people one bit of advice that would help them, what would it be? Ooh, one bit of advice. Talk. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be to anyone in particular or about anything in particular. But one of the things that I have learned from this is I wish I'd just talked more about well anything in particular so people could gauge how bad I was I managed to fake so much in such a certain way that 
people didn't have a clue um I rate exercise and everything like that but everyone everyone starts with talking plain and simple um just I say don't be scared but that's impossible because it's still scary it's still scary for me but do it because it will save your life and no one should ever 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 end their own life because there's always a different way Mm -hmm. yeah spot on and drink lots of water yeah excellent so um and drink lots of water so what you say (laughs) 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 yeah um so if people would like to find out more about red balloons where can they get more information the easy way like the one stop place would be our website so that's www.redballoons.org.uk so that's got pretty much everything that we're doing at the moment on it it gets updated daily with different stories and blogs and stuff like that um you can catch us on social media facebook is the one that's pretty much done every day um and we get a lot of engagement on facebook but we are also on twitter and LinkedIn, although LinkedIn is under my name, Claire Cawthard. And if you want to follow my journey on a more personal level, so my ups and downs and what I do and things like that, it's kind of linked to Red Balloons, but it's more my story. You can catch me on Instagram, and that's at the girl with the underscore Red Balloons. Um, so that that ranges from everything like what I'm doing with my family. Um, there's the odd drunk picture, but it's more like kind of you can scroll back and see really where my story started um and where my my fitness and my mental health have went so that's more of a personal level if people are interested in where it all comes from yeah all right perfect all right well you're very welcome thank you very much for asking me (laughs) no problem at all you too catch you later okay bye so that's it for today guys thank you for joining us again and if you have any requests or anything that you would like us to talk about on this podcast please drop me an email at aaron at healthyfit.academy thank you